Blessings, family. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to season three, episode 12 of It's All We Can Eat, the podcast where you can find strength and strategy by feasting on the fruit of the spirit. And my hope is that at the culmination of each episode, you'll conclude that what was shared with you was encouraging, edifying, inspiring, transformative, and at least informative. How are you on this amazing Monday or whatever day you happen to be listening? Well, however you are currently, my hope and prayer that is at the conclusion of this podcast, you'll find yourself refreshed, refueled, reignited, and ready to take on the rest of your week as you pursue purpose and destiny. Now, today, this is the seventh installment of What and Who is Love, the series. And this episode, Love is Our Banner Part 7, or (laughs) His Banner Over Me is Love Part 3, take your pick. (laughs) but here we are so last episode um, we further explored the banquet hall and how we are looked upon there especially by our king now in this episode i hope to expound on how love continues to express himself through the fruit of the spirit and various versions or expressions of his endless love (laughs) Yes, that's the key term for this week, endless love. In the core scripture for this episode, uh, there are Song of Solomon, verse chapter 2, verse 4, and Zephaniah 3, 17. As I mentioned previously, Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verses 3 through 4 are going to be our core. It's going to be a foundation of scripture for the rest of this, at least this series, his banner over me is love. Because there's just so much to unpack. There's so much rich, um, just everything. God is just the revealing of things to me. So yes. Now, before I get started, I'd like to remind those of you returning to the podcast and reveal to those listening for the first time that here on my podcast, as well as in my book series, my hope and prayer is that with the help of the Holy Spirit, I'll be able to assist you in discovering and dining on the various expressions of God's love, better known as the fruit of the Spirit. Now, I'm confident that in addition to the podcast, as you pray and have your personal Bible study and meditate on the various Bible verses and continue the conversation with the Holy Spirit, you'll come away with a better understanding of how to find refreshment and get refueled by the fruit of the Spirit. Now, what I've discovered since uh, writing um, the books and launching the podcast, especially, is that Holy Spirit is still giving me um, teaching. He's actually still teaching me principles or what I like to call giving me slices about the fruit of the spirit. And so I recognize that that's just because just just how rich, alive, relevant and active God's word is. That's something that I may have written a year ago. I can go back and look at the same scriptures and get something totally different from the same um, Bible verses or the same principle. And I figured since he's still teaching me and I'm still learning from him, I might as well share with you, even if what he's teaching and revealing to me comes in real time as a direct download. So grab your notebooks or your journals and a pen and your Bible or electronic device to pull up the Bible verses. And let's discover together some nutritious nuggets or sweet slices from God's word. And also, 
please feel free to email me any questions or prayer requests at warrenglobalpublishing at yahoo.com where you could leave a voice message here on the podcast. And if you're following me via social media, you can always comment, comment or send me a direct message. And also, please, please, please share the podcast because someone you know and even someone that you don't know somewhere, someplace on this planet could use some encouragement even if they haven't told you so. So stay tuned and meet me in the next segment where I'll review last week's slices. Welcome back, family. So here we are with the review of last episode's slices. And number one, our humility is our invitation or our ticket to the banquet hall. Number two, the look on his face and the look in his eyes is the look of love. We light up his life, which is possible since he sees his reflection in us. Number three, we are kept so close to him as the apple of his eye. And that's a place of intimacy. And the extra slice was, as his children, we are also the twinkling in his eye. It's all we can eat, family. Let's keep lighting up his life the same way he keeps lighting up ours. Let's also meet the next segment for today's main message. Welcome back, family. So, today's teaching. Well, one of the things that I'm still stuck on from last episode is when I stated that it's so amazing the way he loves us and how lovingly he looks at us. So, I'm going to start by reading Song of Solomon 2.4 and refocus on how he looks at us. Last week, I shared that uh, the expanded version reads, He brought me to the banquet room, the house of wine, and his banner over me is love. And in brackets, it states, His love for her is well known. And I also shared from the Living Bible, Everyone can see how much he loves me. Wow. So, of course, knowing me, And how the Holy Spirit speaks to me, a song came to mind, and oh, it was so appropriate. The song is, and I gave you a clue earlier, the song is Endless Love. Now, some of you may be too young to know anything about this movie that came out, I think, around 1980, 1981. Anyway, if you've been listening, For the past few weeks, you know what I did next. Yes, right in the middle of my studying and preparing for this message, I went to YouTube and listened to several versions, starting with the original, which is by Lionel Richie and Diana Ross. I listened to the live performance. And then I listened to the Luther Vandross Mariah Carey's live performance version. Now, 
what it inspired me to listen to this song was as I was writing about the fact that um, when I was studying and preparing, focusing on the fact that how he looks at us, right? It, it, the song immediately came in my mind while I was typing because in the song there's, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> I had to I had to catch myself. I was about to sing. What? Yeah. Anyway, the the lyric in the song says, "Your eyes, your eyes, they tell me how much you care." Now, that's why I said I gotta go listen to the song at least once because now it's in my head, right? And I'm I'm studying and preparing, but this song is in my head. So when I went to YouTube and I started listening to this, uh, I put the song on to listen to waiting anticipating that line a specific line but what caught my attention was as i listened to all of the lyrics of the song i was just reminded of how lyrically rich the whole song is so there i was at my dining room table singing the song out loud as a praise and worship song to the lord and also receiving it as a song that he was singing over me which kind of makes sense since after all the bible does say that he sings over us right now just in case someone's listening who doesn't feel or think that god loves them that much let me reassure you by reading to you what is said in zephaniah 3:17. it reads the lord your god is in the midst of you a mighty one a savior who saves. He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in silent satisfaction and in his love, he will be silent and make no mention of past sins or even recall them. He will exalt over you with singing. Again, that's Zephaniah 317. That's the Amplified Classic version. Still not convinced? Okay. Let me read a little more to you from a few other translations. First one, New Living Translation. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. The Lexham English Bible says, He shall rejoice over you with joy. He renews you in his love. I'm going to say that again. He renews you in his love. He will exalt over you with singing. The voice translation. He will rest in his love for you. He will joyfully sing because of you like a new husband. I really like that version. Then the expanded says he will sing and be joyful about you. Yes. You see, this is how he sees us. This is how he loves us. He has an endless love for us. Now, concerning how he looks at us, this brings me to today's translations of Song of Solomon 2.4. The Holman Christian, I'm sorry, the Holman, I forget what the S stands for, the Holman Christian Study Bible. It says, he bought me to the banquet hall and he looked on me with love. The New English translation reads, 
He brought me into the banquet hall and he looked at me lovingly. Lastly, the New Living Translation. He escorts me to the banquet hall. It's obvious how much he loves me. Whew. Anyway, I'm going to give you a clap. First time I think I did that on the podcast. Anyway, the expanded Bible includes, he brought me to the banquet room, house of wine. I think I shared that last week. Now, the thing about it is, after a quick search, I discovered a little about what wine symbolizes in the Bible. It stated that in biblical times, water was often scarce. So wine became a necessity rather than a luxury. It was equated, wine was equated with life. Additionally, wine represents joy, celebration, and festivity, as well as expressing the abundant blessings given to us by God. After reading that, I gained a new appreciation for that verse. You see, the Lord bringing us into his banquet hall is a necessity. You see, it's necessary to take us to a secluded place, an exclusive place where he can lavish his extravagant love on us. And anyone looking at us will see and know how much he loves us. As one of the Bible verses says, it's obvious how much he loves me. Yes. You see, the, the, the banquet hall of the, the house of wine, it's a place of joy and celebration where his expression of love for us is evident to everyone else by the look in his eye and the song that he is singing over us, the song that he is singing to us. Wow. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now that was the wine part. Okay. Now here's the apple of the eye part that um, I had mentioned last week um, when I was sharing with you, I was giving you a, I was actually sharing with you from memory what I thought the apple of the eye meant. Um, So I did a little research. So I found out that um, the, as I mentioned one last few episodes ago, that after I double checked it, I wanted to, because I wanted to make sure that I said what I said from you from memory was accurate. And what I found was that the apple of the eye was a favorite idiom of the Old Testament writers to indicate something, and particularly a person that one values above all other things. The phrase comes from a Hebrew expression that literally means little man of the eye. It refers to the tiny reflection of yourself that you can see in other people's pupils. Now, to be the apple of someone's eye clearly means that you are being focused on and watched closely by that person. Your very image is central in the eyes of that person, which is why I gave you those Bible verses last episode explaining how protective he is over us and how watchful he is of us. Well, you know, that all just really blesses me. And it's also a good place to end this episode. Like I've said, the previous two um, episodes that I'm going to put right now, I'm just going to pause for the cause right here. Because if I don't, because of the revelation that God has given me and what I've been studying, if I don't, (laughs) 
this 20 minute podcast is going to turn into a two hour masterclass. And I really don't want to keep you uh, that long. So all I can suggest is that you tune in next week where I intend to teach on what else goes on in the banquet hall or the house of wine. That being said, it's all we can eat, family. Let's stay in his house of wine where he sings over us and he looks at us lovingly. Let's also meet in the next segment for today's slices. Welcome back, family. So glad that you stayed for dessert. <laughs> As I segue into the slices segment, I just want to share that I really appreciate you investing time from your life, time from your day by listening to the podcast today. So I'm going to respect your investment of time by not reviewing all or even most of the episode. Instead, I'm just going to remind you of the three key principles produced from my personal study, observation, and conversations with the comforter about this episode. Now, I pray that you'll get a greater revelation and another level of nutritional value from the ones that you come up with as you pray, have personal Bible study, and meditate on the various Bible verses given, and continue the conversation with the Holy Spirit. Now, before I share these slices, I'm thinking, as I always do, uh, it would be nice to have you share what slices you came up with. It would really be interesting to read what you took away from this uh, episode. So please feel free to comment or email me or message me your slices. That being said, here are mine. Number one, the Lord has an endless love for us. Number two, the Lord brings us into his banquet hall or house of wine as a necessity. Number three, it's an exclusive place where he can lavish his extravagant love on us. Yes, it's a place of joy and celebration where his expression of love for us is evident to everyone else by the look in his eye and the song he is singing to us. And the extra slice? Our Heavenly Father, our King, values above all other things. He values us. We are focused on and watched closely by him. Our very image is central in the eyes of our Heavenly Father. It's all we can eat, family. Let's enjoy all of the extravagant and endless love he has for us. Amen. Have an amazing Monday and a wonderful rest of your week. God bless you. Thanks for your time and attention, and, and I'm anticipating your participation. I really appreciate it. Now, the previous two seasons have been exciting and enlightening, and this season is already exceeding my expectations and my excitement level. Please join me next week when I continue conversation about the banner over us being love and how he looks at us. <laughs> and locks in on us that just came to me. Now, you don't wanna miss it. In the meantime, listen to the replays, share the podcast, please follow me on social media, and please pray for me as I continue writing the rest of the volumes of my book series, 
as well as prepare the rest of the episodes for this season. Now, I'm already exciting, excited about what God is going to do as I hear from him and as I continue to listen to the Holy Spirit as he teaches me between the end of this podcast recording and the next episode. And I'm looking forward to sharing with you what I've learned while studying. Again, please feel free to comment or email me any questions or prayer requests at warringglobalpublishing at yahoo.com. You can leave me a message on the podcast. And also for more information on my books and other material, please visit warringglobalpublishing.com or the books are still available on amazon.com. And again, please share the podcast because someone you know and even someone that you don't know somewhere, someplace on the planet can use the encouragement, even if they haven't told you so. Have a wonderful week and may God richly bless you.